You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Gentlemen, start your engines! The following is a paid program. This program may contain adult themes and nudity, and you can never go wrong with that. Speaking of always being right, views expressed on this program are those of life-experienced mechanics. Continued listening may cause addiction, and in rare cases, a rash. Discretion is advised. A mechanic tries to fix your car. No matter if you're near or far. He'll change your oil or fix your flat. And he'll do it just like that. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740. Or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Hit it, It's nice to be here. It Any is. day you wake up is a great day. That's a good philosophy to have. It's gorgeous outside today. It's actually a little nippy. Uh, you say that because? It frost on the pumpkin. <laughs> I saw a great thing. You, you put alcohol, like <laughs> rub, rubbing, al- rubbing alcohol. I'm here. But, you know, Good morning. <laughs> but that was the problem. I thought, if the police pull you over and they go, I smell alcohol in here. You go, no, seriously, it's, 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 it's antifreeze for the windshield. Are they going to believe you or not? Well, you know what? The problem is that no matter what, even if you take too many, too many pills, legitimate pills, mm-hmm. you could be charged with uh, driving impaired. Uh, well, exactly, exactly. Yeah. What are legitimate pills? You know, like aspirins and stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> the ones you buy at, at the shoppers rather than the Timmy's. Yeah, excuse me. I was, I was tuning into a car show. I feel like I'm talking to Dr. Phil. All right. Today we're going to be talking with Darren Boston. So good morning, Ben. Darren, how are you? Good morning, Dave. How are you? Good. Darren's with Salem, and uh, we know... Uh, uh, they're a great product. Salem Tire, love yep. them. Yeah, sell them every day. And Care, oh sorry, Colin Dilly. Yes, who's with Prestone Antifreeze? It's not antifreeze anymore. It's coolant. Uh, a company that's been around since 1927. Wow, wow. the dawn of the car almost. Ethylene glycol. That's what they sold in those days. Anyways, uh, and then we're going to tell you what the word eponyms means. I, I is ethylene his wife's name? Ethel. I had a couple of jokes like that. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, if you've got a car care question, welcome to give us a call. Our lines are always open, yep. or you can uh, email the studio as well. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back with way more excitement than we've experienced already. Yeah. Okay, welcome back to the garage. The door is wide open. It's a little cool outside. And speaking of cool, and the leaves are changing colors. They're beautiful orange and yellow outside. Love that stuff. You know, uh, Darren is here from Salem Tires, and guess what? We've got a lady by the name of Louise on the phone, and she's already got a question. All right, perfect. Louise, how are you today, and what can we do oh, for I'm, you? I'm good. Thank you, gentlemen, and Excellent. good morning. Thank you. I've, I have a question on the Salem uh, tires, so mm-hmm. I have a... 2012 uh, Nissan Sintra, mm-hmm. and I was going to put the winter tires on. I wanted to ask, first of all, where they're manufactured. Is this a North American product, or are they from China? They're from offshore China, yes. Oh, they are, eh? Okay. All right. Um, you sound but, don't, but don't get hung up on that, yeah. because it doesn't really matter where the product is produced. It's the actual factory. All the top brands, Michelin, Pirelli, et cetera, they all have factories in China as well. 
Yeah, but I noticed I went to Costco and I noticed there were two tires, two uh, similar brands. One is made in the U.S. Okay. The same company, <clears throat> excuse me, has the uh, has it made in China and it was about twenty dollars different. So this was a, a few years ago, yep. mm-hmm. and and I did uh, pay the little extra to have the North American tires. I'm concerned about the quality of the rubber, to be honest with you, and um, the, you know the durability on our ice and on our you know, even the dry roads and, and things like that. So my concern is, the you know, the quality. All right, Louise, nope. let's see if Derek can uh, rest your mind. Yeah, no, it, uh, there's no need to be worried because the, you know, there's only so many rubber producers. Like, basically, everybody gets their rubber from the same place. They're carbon black, all the ingredients. The tires manufactured to the same spec in China as it would be in North America. And you're probably talking about Cooper tires that was produced in the U.S. as well as uh, uh, China. Um, the big difference is labor costs, right? You're going to have a lot more labor. Um, there's, uh, you know, environmental stuff, all that in, in North America as, com- as compared to China. So there's, there's your big price difference there. And Louise, what you don't know is that if you don't like the tire within 30 days, you can give it back with no charge. Yeah. That's how confident they are. Uh, the durability over the winter. And once they're on, I don't want to have to start worrying about the um, the quality. What's the guarantee on them? Is there a two-year or something like that? Yeah, well, there's a warranty uh, as far as defects down to the uh, 430 seconds, so basically for the life of the tire. The the warranties on Salen or, or most Chinese products is no different than North American product mm-hmm. warranty. Okay. Okay, and where can they be purchased, or at least uh, where can I go and uh, have a look at them? Yeah, depending on where you live, if the, your best bet is if you have access to the internet there, if you can go on uh, saleentire.ca. Yeah, yeah, I'm in South Etobicoke, so yeah. um, how is it spelled? Is it S-A-L-E-M? No, it's S-A-I-L, like I'm sale. Sorry, you're saying F as in Firestone? No, no, sorry, S as in Sam. Okay. Yeah, S-A-I-L. Yes. U-N, Salen. Oh, okay. I'm yep. just sailing along. And our, and just so you're aware, Louise, we we actually engineer them here in Canada. They're produced in in China, manufactured there, but we actually engineer them here for our for our type of climate. Yeah, yeah. And I use them on the racetrack. We run over 500 laps with them on the racetrack, and they're still drivable because Steve drives the car over the winter. Darren, how many yep. years have they been selling tires in Canada? Uh, 12 years now, 13 maybe. So yeah. we've seen a few winters at this point. We have seen a few winters, <laughs> yes. Yeah. As a matter of fact, and on your website, you had a great video where you guys did blind comparison tests, yep. uh, you know, to try to, to, to put Louise's mind at rest. And, and you guys compared first line, you know, all the big name tires against yours, and they rated just as good. Just as good. No, most so when you give a guy a 30-day money-back guarantee, what happens? I drove the car, and uh, first off, nobody's ever come in, right? <laughs> well, I, I was, as I was saying this morning, we've never really had to, yeah. to, to, to use this warranty ever. Um, but we put it there just to, for safety because, you know, everybody's looking for different things in some cases with yeah. tires. So some guys are a little more particular about certain ways they handle, drive, whatever. Uh, but we just put the satisfaction guarantee in there just in case, you know, they get 30 days to kind of try them out. And if they don't like it, they can bring it back for full uh You know, and uh, my sons and I, we go to, to Cayuga. We do track days. Yes. And I've got it on one of our, in the BMW. And we run the heck out of that tire. Yes. I was going to the P word. I was going to use that. but <laughs> That's extreme, right? Like if you're running up to the extreme case yeah. like on a track. We're sliding it, them and everything yep. else, and they're not even half-worn, and I'm literally have done over 500 laps on them. Yep. Just phenomenal. And I ran into a guy yesterday, not physically, but uh, he had the, what are they called? <laughs> hey, the, I'm, I'm the, over here. The Atrezzos. The Atrezzos. <laughs> and he had a brand-new Audi that he bought. 
He's had uh, the last four years BF Goodrich tires, which are a good, great brand. Yep. He loves these. He just put them on about uh, a month ago. Yeah, says yep. it really holds well. Doesn't burn the lips off the tires, so it's great. And yeah. and you know what? And we can do our our own test comparison because you're going to drive now or what? no? Because <laughs> uh, Glenelg Motors, that's uh, my place. Uh, we just put four sailings on Steve's car, as a matter of there fact, yesterday. Right. And uh, I'm going to sure that you know the first come snow, you're going to report back and say. I love them tires. I'll yeah. bring the walnuts with. No okay. problem. <laughs> Speaking okay. of walnuts. We come back. We're going to be talking uh, on the phones, and we're going to be talking with Darren about getting ready for the winter. Getting ready for the winter? winter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, little, the, little, the little mountain, again, the little snowflake. The little again. Thing. You guys got nice coats? I need a coat. <laughs> this is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Okay, welcome back, Dave Redinger, Alan Gelman, uh, Darren's wife. I don't want to give my name to that. Jill. <laughs> I know Jill is here, but I was going to say. You just did. They all know where you are now. <laughs> There's an interesting concept coming out. It's a kiosk. If you lose your key, how much is a key for a Bimmer? 700 bucks? Yeah, and depending right? on which one, definitely. Right? My wife lost her key. It was $400 for the Jeez, Jeep. Really? I mean, I mean, they take you out to lunch. So this is a kiosk where you go in before you lose your key, you put in your fingerprint data, a photograph, and they read your keys. Mm-hmm. So in other words, they take a copy of the metallic part. So it's kept on file they for you. They kept it on file in the cloud. Nice. So if you should ever lose your key, you go to this kiosk. It's called Copy Me. No, Key Me. Key Me. Key Me. Key Me. Mm-hmm. Key Me. Um, you can get a copy of your key anywhere in uh, North America. Like the physical key or yeah, just the electronic part? they'll make it for you. Part? They'll make it for you. Really? So yeah. do you go back to the kiosk for that or you yeah. have to go, okay. You just go back to the kiosk, $69 to get a key replaced. That's amazing. I think it's a great idea. And, you and can does get it cost it? you to put your data in there? I don't think so. I think the idea is you put your data in yeah, and it's bingo, there you go. go when you need right? it. So it's a turnkey. That's, that's <laughs> at the key us. At it's the key us. Oh, just leave it alone, Gilman. <laughs> Give me one line for God's sake. But, but 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 where do you put in your lunch request? That's you said, <laughs> there's, a, there's a hole and you got to put your hand and in now, it. Yeah. <laughs> and now moving to a snow tire Pacific question. No, uh, yeah, the question. A, go ahead. Great idea. Go ahead. Sorry. So I was going to say, um, people don't know are buying snow tires. Winter tires. Specific... Winter tires. Winter tires. Winter. You've yes. only known him for two years now. Winter. Well, when, I, when I started back in the 60s. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, There's no hydro then either. Mm. We had to go out and generate our own hydro. Yeah. <laughs> Shovel coal. The good old days. So the, what the question is, how do they identify a winter tire? By the Three Peak Mountain Snowflake. So it's yeah. a little emblem on the sidewall of the tire. Looks like a little mountain with a snowflake in the center. So if it hasn't got that, it's a mud and snow? Yes, if it doesn't have that, it's not certified for uh, winter use. So what makes it a winter tire? Uh, primarily the compounding. Obviously, there's a, a different compounding in the winters as opposed to all seasons, so it stays softer in the colder temperatures. Yeah. Um, also, tread design as well. There's more siping, which are those little... So you basically look at a, a, a winter tire now as compared to the old snow tires. They, they basically look like an all-season with little cut lines within the blocks, which is called siping, which gives you more cutting edges for, for grip as the, the uh, tire comes into the footprint. Uh, they know, still the hum when you go on the highway? Uh, not near as much as the old tires. They're they're relatively quiet now. Right. It's interesting that, and that's another thing. When you buy a tire, you should actually buy one taller than your summer tire, right? 
So that potholes. if you can, yeah, like depending on your, on your figure that one your out. spacing on the wheel well. He made yeah, that up. He made that up. It's, it's, no, it's I little... didn't make it up. I lost two <laughs> tires in the winter. Where? Potholes. Yeah. Were they short potholes and because the tires weren't tall enough or <laughs> let, what? Let me tell you. <laughs> no, okay, but is... you're talking about downsizing now, right? Well, smaller rim, bigger tire. Right, right. So ultimately maintaining the same circumference. Correct. Right. And the... if you go to the City of Toronto's website, they'll show you how you can make a claim. But they say don't bother because we're not paying. That's there seems to be yeah. a there seems to be a lot of confusion in the market right now that they people can get through the winter with an all season tire versus a winter tire. So what's the real separation point? Um, basically, like that's why we call them winter tires. It's temperature. Well, tell Dave right? that it's, it's seven degrees. Basically, mm-hmm. your all season after you know below seven degrees Celsius starts to become less effective for stopping, starting, etc. When you get into deep snow, if you're in the city, like I said before, if you're in Toronto, we don't get much snow here. Um, more slushy. Well, type, thanks for type, the jinx. Yeah, yeah. great. <laughs> but you know, overall, I, I had not run winter tires prior to coming into the tire industry like 20 years ago. I'll never go without. It's it's the the amount uh, the comfort the you know you're you feel like you're planted to the ground. You don't have you have very little uh, uh, occurrences where your heart goes up into your mouth where you start sliding, slipping, starting, stopping. It's it's it makes a huge difference. Yeah, so, but it's always that yeah. one guy that hasn't got them. That's what you got to worry <laughs> about, right? Like uh, I know uh, our my social media guy posted something last year. It was actually the the annual meeting of the All Season Tire Club, and it showed all these cars in the middle of the median there yeah. in the ditch in the winter. So. You see a lot of these guys in the ditch. Typically, they have all season on. They don't have winter. One of the one of the confusing parts too is that, or, or where people lull themselves in, this, in, you know, thinking they're okay, is that you know there's so many vehicles on the road now. A higher percentage of all wheel drive vehicles. Correct. So people think that well, I got all wheel drive. So what do I need winter tires for? Do yeah. they talk like that? They do, as a matter of okay. fact. Yeah. Um, all wheel drive just means you go further in the ditch. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, and 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 you know, it's important, and it's not so much to traction for accelerating, but it's on stopping as stopping, well. Yeah. And whether you've got two wheel drive or four wheel drive has no bearing on how the car no. stops. No. Okay. It comes down to safety. We're going to be taking a break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk into Colin Daly. Daly. From Prestone, antifreeze or coolant, and we're going to learn what the word eponyms means. Ooh. I have to look Google. I asked my daughter-in-law what eponyms means. I guess the needle you get when you yeah. get an allergic reaction, <laughs> isn't it? Nice no, for shingles. It's worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> that's a roofer. Oh, let's All right. go. <laughs> All right, this is Dave's Corner Garage, and we'll be right back. Okay, we're back, and Colin Dilly is on the phone from Prestone. Good morning, Colin. How are you? Good morning, Dave. How are you today? Good. Far away. Where are you? You're in the East Coast. I'm in the East Coast. I'm sitting here in Connecticut right now. Beautiful downtown Connecticut, where men are men. And they don't have any snow yet. <laughs> so Not true. Yet. An eponym, that's the word. Eponym is a product brand that is so popular, it actually replaces the name of the product it's producing. So an example is uh, aspirin. Uh, Band-Aid for, and, for and, a thing. And, and, and when you sneeze, you go grab a Kleenex, Kleenex right? of course, yes. And when I was an apprentice, we used to change the Prestone in the winter, actually put Prestone in the winter and water in the summer with a different thermostat. So Prestone's become a generic name for antifreeze. Exactly, because how long has Prestone been around, Colin? So Prestone was really born in 1927, so coming on for 90 years ago. Mm. Wow, that's that was when you were using ethylene glycol, right? That was the first ever use of ethylene glycol as an antifreeze. Before that, they were using methanol 
or just water, and obviously water froze up in the summer. Methanol didn't freeze up, but it sure did cause some fires. Yeah, you remember they had the plugs in the side of the motors, and then when they freeze, they just pop out, freeze plugs. So I'm guessing at that right. point, you know, when you lost your antifreeze, if, if there was a spark, your your whole car would catch fire, eh? That was what happened, and <laughs> it went through ethylene glycol. Wow. So now we're looking at today's product, and you've got something called CoreGuard. We do indeed. CoreGuard is really the evolution and the latest of antifreezes. I mean, antifreeze, people think, yep, it's great for protecting my car when it gets cold. Mm -hmm. It also stops it boiling so that we can keep taking that heat away from the engine. But the real change, and what Prestone is well known for actually since 1930, is the use of inhibitors to protect the cooling system because it's not known very well that actually ethylene glycol and water by themselves with no corrosion inhibitors will in fact corrode all the metals in your engine and mm. that's not a good thing no not at all as a matter of fact i mean you know we'll get to talk about dissimilar metals in, in, a, in a second now, but, but they've always been dissimilar. I mean, your engine blocks were always cast. cast iron. Your radiators were brass way back when. So what have they had to do to make these so they don't get corrosive? So really what we've had to do and what we've done with CoreGuard is we've taken every metal that is currently in an engine or is being thought about to put in an engine, and that's a movement to aluminum, different grades of aluminum, different manufacturers of aluminum, also magnesium, cast iron, and also there's still some copper and brass in those systems around thermostats and things like that. So That's we've right. had to look at how we can protect all of these. And it's not just metals. It's elastomers and polymers in the hoses, the gaskets. In fact, anything we touch. And obviously, over the last few years, that has changed significantly. That has, especially in, in, in modern cars. I yeah. mean, because like all those different metals that you've just mentioned are being used almost in every vehicle on the road. And in fact, radiators now, instead of being brass, you know, yeah. are, are plastic or composite or aluminum. aluminum. Yeah. And, and in fact, just a couple of years ago, you're talking about corrosion. Uh, just a couple of years ago, General Motors was having big issues with intake manifold gaskets. And, and a lot of people were, were convinced that it had to do with, with the coolant they were using. I guess you're aware of that? Yeah, we're aware of that, and that's why we work very hard to make sure that we are compatible with all elastomers. And there are a significant number of different ones from you know the worldwide uh, groups that provide these, and, and they are different car to car. And that's why whenever you're looking at a coolant, if you get an all-makes, all-models-type coolant that Prestone has, and we, we guarantee it now, and we have done the testing on all those to make sure it's fully compatible. Now, you're talking about guaranteeing. It stays in there for five years. So you've got a warranty on it for five years. I think in 100,000, should be 160,000 kilometers. Yeah. Yeah. But I say it's five years, uh, 150,000 miles. So that's uh, 200,000, 300,000 kilometers. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's a significant. And the interesting thing is um, we've done a lot of fleet testing. And the fleet testing we've done, we've actually run. 150,000 miles on the actual cars. And I can tell you that the cooling system, every metal, every polymer looks exactly the same after 150,000 miles as it did the day we put the coolant in the engine. And that's pretty significant. And then the other thing is people don't realize that the antifreeze, when the little bits come off the water pump, floats around all these little bits of metal, can short out the uh, sensors inside the motor. So you have to have that ability to absorb all that stuff. Absolutely, and you bring up a very good point. I mean, what the coolant has to do today, even compared to what it had to do 15 or so years, is significantly different. 
There's been a lot of regulation out there to try and increase miles per gallon, decrease emissions, and basically to increase miles per gallon, a lot of that is done by lightweighting the engine. So engines have gone from big eight-cylinder cast-iron blocks to four-cylinders, aluminum block, aluminum head. And really what that means is you're still getting the same heat produced, but it's got a much smaller uh, volume of metal to dissipate in. Mm -hmm. And what we're seeing today is hot spots occurring on that aluminum engine. Wow. Colin, we're going to stop you here. We're going to take a quick break. We have some phone calls for you on the phone. So we're going to ask you to hold on, and we're going to bring you back after the break to answer some antifreeze questions. All righty? Good. Okay, so just hang on, and uh, we're going to pay some bills. Exactly. We've got Brian on the line. We've got Bob on the line. And we're going to take those calls right after this break. Okay, welcome back. We're on the phone with Colin from Prestone uh, Coolant. I used to say antifreeze, but now you actually say coolant. Well, we can't call it a, we can't call it antifreeze anymore. No, I call we call it antifreeze or coolant. It's antifreeze coolant. You got to do both. <laughs> okay. Winter tires. Okay, because we keep messing up and calling them <laughs> snow tires, and we keep getting heck for that. Yes. All right, okay. we've got a caller on the line. His name is Brian. He's in Aurora, which is just north of Toronto. Here for Colin. Uh, he's got a question about antifreeze types. Colin, go ahead. Sorry. Hello. Yes, Brian, go ahead. Yes, it is. It is, Brian. Yes, my question is with regards to the antifreeze coolant. Mm-hmm. Uh, being an old guy, I used to, there was only two types of antifreeze, basically, the regular type that you changed every 24 months, mm-hmm. and now they came out with the extended life up to five years. But I also noticed these days that now they have OEM-specific type of coolant, uh, antifreeze, which is like three times the cost, and I'm just wondering, is there a real significant difference, or is this just extra money being spent for no particular reason? Great question. Mm-hmm. Colin? Yeah, that, really is, that really is a good question, Brian. If you think about it from a logical sense, there is not a great deal of difference in engines between different manufacturers. They all use the same types of metals. They all use similar polymers. There's not a great deal of difference in the engine. They're all designed around um, heat transfer, so it's all about how much heat the coolant can dissipate and transfer, and the coolant's ability to do that is really purely about the percentage of ethylene glycol and water. So again, there's no difference. So really, in my opinion, you're much better much better saving some money and getting an all-makes-all models. It uses the same technology, which is an organic acid technology. Mm-hmm. Um, and in our testing that we've tested so far, actually the Prestone Core Guard outperforms the OEM fluids. Okay. And I have one last question before we let you go. You sell a 50-50 uh, re, pre, pre-diluted, and you sell a concentrate. People don't realize that antifreeze actually gets stiff. And it has to be it has to be watered down. Exactly. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So, can you yep. sort of quickly touch that? Yes. Yeah, so, when you mix uh, ethylene glycol-based coolant with water, you actually get better freeze point protection and better boiling protection by having a fifty-fifty mix uh-huh. of water and the, and the concentrate. Um, and also, the engines are designed for the heat transfer properties of that fifty-fifty mix. So that's why you want to make sure you do dilute it. Okay. If you don't and you just put the coolant in, 
it will get slushy when it gets cold. So at the end of the day, we're going to get back to the, uh, the, the, the new coolant is on the market. So if you're draining it and want to use it as a fresh one, it's going to save you money. You don't have to buy dealer-specific. Yeah. And at the same time, if you're just down a bit and you need to top it up, it'll, it's compatible with that as well, correct? Absolutely, and that's an important thing. You must make sure what you top it up with is compatible, and we are 100% compatible with all makes and all models. Now, the folks at Preston have given us a neon sign, something perfect for your bedroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I would go to bed with the Preston sign on my, over my head. Uh, it's a neon sign. If you go to our site, you can enter the contest. We're going to run it to, what, December, mid-December? Yep, 10th of December. 10th of December, and you can get it, and then we'll deliver it to you. Uh, we I bought them at the auto auctions. They're like $500 worth of uh, equipment. Wow. Yeah, really nice. Colin, if they want to find out more about the various products that Prestone has, what's, uh, what is your website there? So www.prestone.com. Just uh, go on, and it will take you through all our products, antifreeze and performance chemical. Great. We'll, and we're going to see you here next week. He's coming yes, in? Be there. Yes. You're coming in. All the way. I, does he know which side of the road to drive on? I just have that quick question. <laughs> Colin, have a great day, and thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. It was a pleasure. Take okay. care, Colin. Yeah, bye-bye. 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 Yeah, so by the way, go to our site, davescornergarage.com. Yeah, click on the sign. Mm-hmm. It takes you to the entry form, and then it also shows you a little TV. You can watch uh, So you can you actually see a picture. Is it, what, what is the sign exactly? Nice. Go to the website. <laughs> <laughs> like, does it say something on uh, it? Listen, before we go, Jill has given me the signal. She wants to say hello to somebody. This is called a shout-out. Okay. Oh, I guess I'll be doing it. Or do you want to do it, Jill? <laughs> no, Come no. on, Jill. Just want to say happy birthday to my mom. She's 84 today. All right. Woo! That's fantastic. Happy birthday, Louise. Very nice. Do you think Louise wanted the world to know that she's actually that age? I just got a question about that. But she looks 74. (laughs) 64. 49. (laughs) Again. This is Dave's Corner Garage wishing everybody a happy birthday. uh, What are you, Santa Claus? (laughs) We're going to talk to Bob and Mississauga, who's got a question about tires right after this break. Okay, welcome back. Uh, I just want to go quickly. Defunct trademarks that are used generically. Okay. Okay. So these companies no longer exist. I think they do. But anyways. Can you say defunct on the radio? Defunct. Okay. <laughs> okay. So these are some products that are, are used commonly, but they're actually brand names of the people that produce them. It's like a game show. Yeah. Okay. Aspirin. Brazier. Brazier is a brand name. Yeah. Really? Cellophane, celluloid, escalator, granola. Heroin? How about <laughs> heroin? <laughs> yeah, I saw a few there. And Band-Aid. Well, Band-Aid, it's, yeah. yeah. So what is a Band-Aid if it's not called a Band-Aid? I, uh, a fluster. I think it's an antiseptic strip of there some kind. Okay. What else we got here? Yo-Yo? Yo-Yo, Saran Wrap? I asked my wife, when you go buy shopping, do you go ask for Saran Wrap? She goes, yeah. Exactly. But I buy the cheap brand. And then she comes, <laughs> then she no comes home and she calls you. What, a yo-yo? She calls me sir. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. oh. And Dixie Cups. What are you, Dixie Cups? Yeah. Dixie Cups, Linoleum, right? kerosene, jungle gym. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not a car show anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and my favorite, it's a zipper. A zipper. <laughs> zipper. And Moving of course, along. And we want to thank Colin because he sells Pristone. Yeah, interesting And stuff. it's true. I mean, when, when I get some older customers in, they still do that. They say, uh, when when you're doing my tires, do they you, talk like that again? They do. Yeah. Yeah. When you do my tires, <laughs> customers do. Could you, could you check my Preston? And 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 and, and 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 Mindy, you know my younger sister. Yes. She'll say, "What's he talking about?" I says, "He's talking about his antifreeze." So there so you when go. people come mm-hmm. into your garage, do mm-hmm. they start talking like you? They do actually. <laughs> 
That's how they get a deal. <laughs> are, you, are you the guy I hear on the radio? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Darren, question for you. When do you start ordering? Like, you're, you're ordering spring tires now, aren't you? You're getting ready for spring. Is yeah, there special yeah. spring tires now? Yeah. It's just, <laughs> well, we are for, you know, for our spring bookings, et cetera. But yeah. uh, all the dealers would have their winter tires uh, on the shelves now. So they placed that order back, you know, four or five months ago. Oh, so yeah. And, and Jill's looking yeah. at you, Dave, and she's going, what a dumb question, you know, because <laughs> it's like when you want to buy a winter coat and your wife goes, they're sold already, okay? You can't wait till I, the last minute I wasn't because they blow that stuff out. No, nope. I was in Yorkdale because they opened Nordstrom's, right? It was my wife's birthday, and I didn't know what to buy her, so mm. I bought her a, a gift card. Oh, yeah? Because you can't go wrong can't with go a gift with card. No. At Nordstrom? Right? Yeah. So anyway, so I'm walking there, and these people are standing in line. And I'm looking there, and it's it's Snow Goose. It's those expensive coats. Oh, Canada Goose. Canada, Canada Goose. Canada Goose. Yeah. Get your yeah. wallet He's got out. a tough time with names. <laughs> snow Goose, Winter Tires. I guess that'll be a those generic are snow name coats. now, eh? Visa, MasterCard. I gotta... <laughs> those so, are snow coats. So they're standing in line for these coats, and they're like $700, $800 a piece. Or more, I know. Wow, it just blew my mind. So this is going to confuse Dave. You know that, Darren, because the spring tires... Yes. Is he going to have to have a special name to identify them? Yeah, four season. Eh? <laughs> so it's, take, it's taken him two years to realize they're winter tires. Okay, we got a question about the copy machine. Alan, you can answer that because you got the folder. Okay. Uh, Brian, good morning. How are you? How are you doing, guys? Good. Uh, good. I listen to your show every weekend. Thank Never you. miss it. Uh, about this uh, key copying thing, yeah. I mean, uh, it's cheap, 70 bucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, now they've got a database. Uh, what if somebody hacks into the database? Now they have bulky thumbprint. Mm-hmm. And all the key information. I think they use the same security company that Rama was just been oh, using. Nice <laughs> Don't go there. You know what? Go on the website. I mean, is, is, isn't that how? I, it goes to the cloud. You're actually right. Yeah. But I was going to say, yeah. if you go to the website, it's called key.me forward slash kiosk. So it's key.me forward slash kiosk. Uh, go on the website, and you can ask the question. But I think it's a great idea because I have bought so many expensive keys for my wife. It's mm-hmm. just unbelievable. And, uh, Why don't you just buy her cheaper cars? I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't go over well. No, not well at all. <laughs> <laughs> like a lead balloon. Dave is sleeping inside a winter tire this morning. <laughs> That's about as exciting as Darren's yeah. mother-in-law's getting four yeah. tires for her birthday, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People oh, appreciate that. Surprise! Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks, Alan. <laughs> so it's just complicated. Actually, the tire business is one of the most complicated industries going, isn't it? Because yeah. if, they, if they don't sell it, it actually goes back to you guys to warehouse again. Yeah, a certain percentage uh, will take back. Back, yes. Right. Yeah. And the age of tires, do they age out? Yeah, they uh, they typically, if they're not stored properly in that, but yeah, they can they can uh, become you know aged out as you call it. Yeah. So, right. So the best thing when you when you're actually buying a tire, because we get these questions all the time, mm. go to the, the, the dealer you're talking to, have a chat with him, and yeah. let him really tell you what what you need. Yeah, the experts uh, they, they they deal with us on a day in and day out basis, so they they know what they're talking about. Right. Yep. Yeah, it's it's interesting that, uh, like I told you, winter, I always put a bigger tire on because I lost two tires last winter knocking them out of the potholes. Yeah, it, and your rims too. Yeah, I lost right? the rims too. Yeah. You lost the tires and you got flooded out in uh, where, West Virginia? West Virginia, I lost the Maybe car. you shouldn't be driving I was anymore. Say. And, then come, and then come April, you got to put springtime tires well, on. Well, it's even exactly. worse. <laughs> Only for a couple months, though. It's <laughs> even worse because the wife said, I don't want to oh, be driving in a small car the, anymore. Oh, no. The wife. Yes. Wait, you, you, no wonder you and Trump get along so well. <laughs> That's so she, she only lost the keys. You lost the whole car. <laughs> I lost the whole car. And then she said, I don't want to drive a little car anymore. Get a decent car. Did you get the email back from Donald? 
New Australia. He's calling in next week. <laughs> and I'll tell you about my decent car right after we come back. Oh, I can't wait. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. <laughs> Okay, welcome back. And we were talking about my new ride. Yes. So the wife, the wife, I won't say the wife. It's year like the wife. That. My wife. It's, look at the calendar. It's 2016. My partner the in little marriage. The little lady. Yeah. That sounds suspicious now. Who owns the house. <laughs> the, uh, the Archie Bunker Show, brought to you by Dave Redinger. The She's big the boss. Pres- the said president. to me, I'm not driving any more little cars. You go buy a decent car. So I ended up with a Cadillac SRX. Mm-hmm. And it's a big car. Like, it's not like a little car. You can't go downtown really with it. It's just a big car. But what I found out is it's very quiet. It's very smooth. You're sitting there, and I'm turning into an old guy. I just sit in traffic quietly and listen to the radio. Did you say turning? Turning into an old guy. (laughs) When I drive the smarty car or the Ferrari, I'm just out there beating my lips, right? But with this thing, you just sort of sit back and fall asleep almost. Are you getting one of those hats with the feather on the side? I was thinking, I have a hat, a fedora. My son bought me a fedora. So if you see an old guy driving a white caddy with the Dave's Corner Garage on the side, just give me a honk. Yeah, instead of skis, (laughs) instead of skis on top of his Cadillac, he's got a walker. A walker, yes. (laughs) (laughs) But he's got flames. On the side of it, it's yeah. really it's hot. It's hot, it really yeah. is. You gave it away. Flames Anyways. on the walker, or yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so let's talk quickly just before we go. Storage of tires. Whether we're buying winter tires. Yep. Sorry. That was right. Was yeah, that, yeah, that was you, right. You hit it. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. No wonder he looked confused. I know. Yeah. <laughs> go, back to, uh, go back to snow. <laughs> so what do we do with the tires for the summer tires? Well, uh, a lot of the dealers now offer uh, th- that type of service where you can store them there. Um, <laughs> if they don't, uh, obviously, you can bring them home and put them in your own garage, et cetera. But, you know, make sure they're up off the concrete. I usually s- store them on top of each other mm-hmm. um, with a piece of wood underneath it. I was going to say the bottom tire is all pissed off, though. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. You put wood underneath it. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but just don't store them outside. It's uh, it's best. And if you have to store them outside, make sure they're covered up. So some of these garages do store them outside. They rent a trailer and they stick yep. them all inside, right? Yeah, as but long as they're not in the sun. And, it's the sun, yeah. yeah. It's the ozone from the sun that, yeah. that, that makes it deteriorate. <laughs> now yeah. we have Dr. Suzuki over there. <laughs> right? But, um, the, and also we use nitrogen in the, in the tires because it doesn't... Uh, Permeate uh, the, yeah. the tire as much and, as You know, as for oxygen. a lot of people who do have garages that aren't heated... Yeah. They should definitely have, have them off the floor then. Yes, uh, my garage isn't heated, and I'd basically I put a piece of wood underneath it, put the first tire on, and then the other three on top. Well, the other issue, too, nowadays, you know, when we're, we're, we're in downtown Liberty Village here, and most of the new condos are quite small, and they do mm. not have storage <laughs> compartments, yeah. and there's nowhere to store them. So you need an off-site place to put them. Correct. I stuffed mine last night. Yeah, the tires it is. <laughs> you guys are you're worse than me now. No drinking. I was still thinking about Dave's Cadillac SEX. So. Yeah. <laughs> I put him in my little locker, jammed him in, threw the golf clubs on top, and went. These should be in good shape for spray. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, when you try and pop that door open, everything's yeah. boom like, in the wall. But yeah, it's a big problem if you have a condo. Right? They give you, yep. you know, your maintenance fees are like twelve hundred dollars a month. But here's your little locker room. Go ahead, put the tires in there. Yeah, and That's you can't like, put them on your uh, balcony either. <laughs> no, we tried no. that. The flowers died too. Right no, away. yeah, you make p- flower pots. Well, out and in the summer, actually, they cover the tires with a with a, like I see trailers. The tires turn brown. Yeah, like uh, you're talking like RV trailers. Our, yeah, RVs that. and stuff. They cover the tires when they're parked. Yeah, they come with the piece of vinyl that actually goes over the tire for for storage. Can you spray the tires before you put them away for the winter? You can. I don't know. To be honest, I'm not sure if that's going to help them um, 
you know, it's not going to starve off ozone by any means, but uh, a lot of people will clean them up before they put them away. So they have like an SPF 40 for tires There or you go. Yeah, you could probably, <laughs> hey, that's not a bad idea. Let's talk sunblock. to Preston guys. Get them make <laughs> so the, Sunblock. The, side, the other part of that is do tires, what's their t- actual tire life other than the thread? How long should you be using your tires? Um, well, like I said, it, it comes down to whether they're stored properly. I've, uh, I put a set on my, my one car a while ago that were, you know, based on the DOT were over 10 years old, mm-hmm. right? But they were stored properly. They, you know, they're still soft and supple. So there was no issue. So, you know, there's been some discussion about shelf life of tires. Uh, there is to some degree, but really you have to check it out and make sure that they're soft, supple. There's no cracking The you know, if the integrity of the tire is there, they could be 10 years old and they're, and they're fine. Exactly. Because when a tire does get dried out, you know, as a professional, uh, we look at those yep. tires and we can see the cracking. Yep. Um, you see the weather checking. You look in between the the actual treads and yes. you can see the cracks there. Mm-hmm. And if it's visible, as a matter of fact, it's part of the safety standard certificate. Yep. If um, if you can see the cord, well, hey, it's garbage. Okay. Yep. But you're allowed to you're allowed to certify a car with with uh, cracks? a minimal amount. I mean, as yep. long as it's not deep. But by all means, yeah. I mean, there is no limitation. There is no best before date on the side of a tire. No. But you can tell what the date is by the DOT number. Exactly. The last four digits. Yeah, you should explain that. Yep. If you've got the last four digits on the DOT number, the first two are the week. The week. That it's made, and the last two are the year Year. it's made. Correct. That's a nice routine you guys had there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so so if it says 4506, there you go. It's the 45th month. Forty fifth two thousand and six. Forty fifth week. week. Week, right? Week. Right. There's not forty five months as far as I know. No, not in our years. <laughs> and Dave's got a new calendar coming out. <laughs> some of the properties I rent. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, I was with a forty five month year here. <laughs> it's never ending. How many springtimes is there in that? Time? <laughs> I love Three. it. I love it. So, any other hints that we should give them? The tire pressure should be up all the time. Alignment should be set. Yeah, you know, really the most important thing is tire pressure, right? It yeah. it. it uh, applies to your fuel mileage, how the tire handles, etc. So always go on the placard, which is or your manual. Don't go on the sidewall of the tire. That's the max pressure for that tire size. You want to look at the placard, see what the pressures are, and you know check them at least once a month. And it, tires it, are expensive. I mean, they are. Your tire brand is actually less expensive. Yep, they're economical. But when you're buying tires and the rims and the TPS sensors yep. and the labor, yep. you're well over a thousand dollars. So in winter, Definitely. in winter time, when you're using winter tires. Your pressure should be higher or lower than you normally have during the season. No, it should be um, the same. Whatever is on the placard, as long as you s- stayed with the same size, it should be basically the same. And most cars are in the thirty to thirty-five. What are range. you smiling about, Gilman? <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> such a jerk. No. <laughs> oh, sorry. Such an insult. I, I don't know. No, seriously. I, I've had a number of people come in and they and said, "How did they talk? How much more or less pressure do I put in the winter?" And I thought, "Where did that come from? It's it doesn't change. It doesn't. No, no. the, the no. volume of air is the same." And the tire, if it's the same size, but you so got to put, put the summer the air in and take well, the winter. Yeah, you got to make sure yeah, you drain out the summer air before you put the well, snow air in. That's part of the winterizing <laughs> process, and that's why it costs forty nine ninety five. What's, what's, exactly. what's the thirty dollar charge here? Well, we let the air out of your tire. <laughs> change the air. Put the, the winter air. Oh, no, I didn't exactly. know that. <laughs> put some fresh stuff in. Well, okay. Uh, no, that's turn it. the music off. We're having too much fun. We don't want to stop. Keep going. Yet. Keep oh, going. You got at least a minute. I want to thank. I want to thank Darren and his wife, Jill, for joining us. And his mother-in-law. Big hello to Louise. Happy 84th. Happy birthday. I want to thank Colin Dilley, who will actually be in the studio next week from Mm. Preston. Yes, and make sure you go to our website, davescornergarage.com. 
you'll see it at the front. Click on it. You can have a beautiful neon sign for the bedroom. Something you can really impress your spouse with. Woo-hoo. Nice, right? Honey, can, what is that? You can take the mirrors mind, off the ceiling. <laughs> you can take the mirrors off the ceiling. You won't need them anymore. <laughs> would you like some wine or would you like some coolant? Would you like the? I love the bedroom in yellow. You oh, would. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. And if you're lucky, you can get it to flash. Website. Right. <laughs> What's the website for Salem? Uh, SailEntire.ca. Yeah. Perfect. Alrighty. Sebastian, you can take us out of here. Thanks for helping us out. This is Dave Squire in Garage. We'll be back next week for more fun and frivolity here on this local station. <laughs> <laughs> This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. 